Bush and Richie here with your Home Time Show podcast. Cheers for tuning in. Cheers for downloading it and subscribing and all that kind of stuff. We really appreciate it. Uh, I just want to let you know that during the course of not only this podcast, but this show as a result, I'm actually sat here with my Zippo hand warmer on the desk, warming my hands, uh, because I, I used it this morning to walk into town with our youngest daughter. And I, I've only just realized, although I was warned by listeners at the time when I was mentioning it on the show last week, that it lasts for 12 solid hours. So I can't turn it off. So I have to have it in my field of view the whole time because I don't want to leave it somewhere because I don't know what it's going to do. Um, I've got a question I want to ask you about the warmth that it's giving off. Uh, and the only way that I guess I can ask is, is this. If you were to put uh, your hand warmer on the table, uh, but then on top of the hand warmer, uh, inside its wrapper still, you were to place a Kit Kat. Uh-huh. After 15 minutes... What would the Kit Kat, what would you expect it to be like? I'd say it'd be mush. I'd say it'd be mainly mush. <laughs> wow. The heat level wow. is like, have you ever had a hot stone massage before? You ever had one yes, of those? Yes, I have, yeah. It's a little bit like that. Not quite as hot, but a little bit like that. And this is probably what you weren't aware of this, Richie, but before we did the show, uh, we always have a little chat on uh, WhatsApp video call. I'm normally in my mm. kitchen. You're in uh, one of the bedrooms that you're working in. I actually had the hand warmer stuffed down the back of my trousers for the entire meeting because I thought it's quite nice to warm the base of your back. Uh, how high are you pulling up your trousers? <laughs> it was just about, I would say, just... There's no actual technical name for, I don't want to say, oh, I don't want to say bad words. Like the bum, where, you know where your back ends and your bum begins? Yes. Yeah. Is there a word for that? Because that's where yeah. it was. Waste. What is it? Waste. Is that my waist? I'm not sure. Okay, I had it on my waist. <laughs> Here's the podcast. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Star of a brand new week. I never thought I'd be saying this on this show, but would you believe it? Sea shanties are all the rage at the moment. Have a little listen to this. Once was a ship that put to sea. The name of the ship was a belly of tea. The winds blew up her bow, up down below my belly boys blow. Soon may the willowman come to bring us sugar and tea and rum. One day when the tonguing is done, we'll take her leave and go. I love it. That's the Wellerman Come, a sea shanty performed by the Bristol folk band The Longest Johns. And it's gone viral because it's been overlaid onto a photo of four lads dressed in classic Love Island stuff, you know, really spray on. <laughs> outfits and no socks and uh, sleeve tattoos uh, posing for a night out uh, in Birmingham and it looks like they're singing it. it's an amazing thing and on TikTok the social media platform inexplicably sea shanties are absolutely all the craze and a lot of people are saying in terms of social commentators on things that it's a sign that we're slightly losing the plot in a funny way during lockdown three and yeah might as well embrace it but who'd have thought it bearing in mind like uh, myself and Richie were both coastal lads I mean I grew up down in Brixham and Devon Richie from Eastbourne down on the south coast there as well. Wall-to-wall sea shanties, you know, there in these coastal villages with old fellas playing accordions in the harbour, etc. <laughs> uh, and as you well know, 
The Hometime Show is a show that stays bang on trend, fastidiously on trend at all times. So what we're telling you at the beginning of a brand new week here uh, on this radio show is that we think we need to have our own Hometime Show sea shanty. Now, just to clarify, um, we think that Hometime is very much more to do with your sea shanties and the uh, songs sung to accompany rhythmical labour. That's what a sea shanty is all about. We're more on that uh, than we are on the spray-on trousers that are being worn by those lads in that picture. <laughs> we don't want to rule, rule anything out, though. More than happy to get dressed up in that clobber if that's what it takes to go viral. But uh, we're going to need your help in this this first hour of the show, right? Richie and I are going to write a sea shanty. Like I say, we are from the South Coast, so hopefully uh, we've already got that in our DNA. But the big question is, what home time-related things, what things about this time of the day need to be in our sea shanty? James says, ye olde Essex loop, fantastic. Andy's got involved uh, saying, what about the big coat protocol? You can't have a home time sea shanty without mentioning that in there as well. And another James has been on and suggested the icon, that is Trago Mills. Uh, Billy has suggested that uh, we need to refer to tea towels. Obviously, we had our very own home time merchandise, the home time tea towels. Uh, I think that would fit nicely in a sea shanty. Uh, Beverly says, you've got to mention Frey Bentos. I had a Frey Bentos pie just the other day, so very good suggestion that's going in the mixer uh, white sold trainers from nick findley the good old pundit shoes have to be in the sea shanty i uh, don't forget as well uh, i will paint some white soles on your black trainers for 14.99 dm me and we'll sort it out after the show and adrian uh, says chill blains i've got chill blains as my other half katie always goes on about from the northeast stroke island I've got lee on the phone though uh, lee any ideas for lyrical content yeah, it was kind of kind of like on a sort of uh, kind of a weekly a weekly thing, if you like. So on Tuesday they have the Tom Bowder, and of course on Friday you have Aces West United. So maybe that even lends itself to a, a verse theme of one item per day of the week kind of thing. I like that. It's almost like a, a daily sea shanty, talking through the different things we have got on the show. Uh, you did text us earlier on. There was one bit that you you mentioned that we might want to put into the sea shanty, but then you got cold feet during the course. Well, yeah, of the text. there was. What was that? I was. I was. This one, one one for Richie the chip in as well. I was thinking if if Bush had 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 also had one that I'd forgotten about. But of course, Richie's uh, uh, little dive into the ear waxing, if you pardon the pun, might have been worth a mention. <laughs> perhaps in perhaps in tandem, if there was something that uh, Bush had done too that I couldn't quite recall. But uh, a little bit more of the sort of the personal nature of the uh, the presenter's contribution to a show, I thought might be uh, might might be might be worth a mention. Yeah, yeah it's a lovely idea, Lee. Uh, um, whether <laughs> whether we want to uh, deal with uh, a build up of earwax in uh, this this wonderful <laughs> song is indeed a very good question. But it's, but it also, it's all down to the, the the personal touch that you guys bring to the show that make it seem sort of more more realistic and homely on the home time show, as it were. Surely, I I am inspired by the faith that you have in us. Slightly misplaced faith, but I'm inspired by it, and we appreciate it. Thank you very much. Faith or humour? Not sure which. Uh, Angela says it's got to feature a bottle of rum. Good point. Can't yes. have a sea shanty without a bottle of rum in it, can you? Uh, and then Marty says uh, the tombola needs to go in there as well as conkers. My apologies for the spelling on these, as I'm from New York. <laughs> Fair play. Uh, Mark's gone full hog uh, in Hertfordshire. He says, loosely to the tune of What Shall We Do With The Drunken Sailor? And then he's gone with this. Bush and Richie's hometime shanty. Get a pasty from your pantry. It will not offend your auntie early in the evening. Nin. I love that. It's fantastic. I, I think this is going to be a winner, guys. I've got a good feeling about it. 
very soon, Bush will be having his uh, delivery arrive of KFC-flavoured crisps that Walkers have made after listener Jack suggested it on this show nine months ago. Now it's a reality, an actual packet of crisps. And here's the thing, right? Bush has got these coming. Good things are coming to you. And this is the vibe that we need to keep hold of today because it's said to be Blue Monday. Blue Monday, the third Monday in January, said to be one of the lowest days of the year. We're far away from December's pay packet. The weather's not great. It's cold. Hey, we're in the middle of a pandemic. It's a Monday that's got everything going against it. So today... And very much as we think about Bush waiting for those crisps, what good things have you got coming to you? Do you know what Katie said to me earlier on? Have the crisps arrived yet? So it's become such a big thing in our house. Uh, You know, because I don't know anyone else's roads the same. There's white vans pulling up all the time with delivery drivers dropping stuff off left, right and centre. So I always think we've already had two or three vans pull up outside the house. I think, could this be the crisps? As of yet, nothing. But you never know. There's still time. I don't want to dig the posties out, but hand on heart, Bush, I posted it down the post office Saturday lunchtime. <gasps> really? It's, come on, you lot, posties. Stop swanning around with your legs out. Yeah, all right, we know you're hard men or whatever. You don't have to wear trousers like everyone else. Get me crisps delivered. Sort it out. Uh, Ali Taylor says, there's no Blue Monday for me. Her good things already came, apparently. A poor choice of words from me. She says she bumped into... And had a chat with Charlie Borman from, you remember him, The Long Way Round with, um, oh yes. my God, turning to me dad now. Who did he do Ewan the show McGregor. with? I'm t- Ewan McGregor, that's it. Literally have turned this to my mum and dad. Uh, apparently he was talking about mountain biking in the hills. It made her day. She's now at home cutting oranges for marmalade and listening to Home Time, living the dream. <laughs> One person's celebrity chance appearance is another person's corned beef pie. Uh, Elizabeth says, I've got corned beef pie to cook tonight. That's what she's got coming that's good. Uh, got Sam hanging on the phone. Sam, uh, what are you looking forward to? Um, in about 82 days and five hours and how many seconds, my boyfriend will be coming home from Navy deployment in April. Wow. And when was the last time you saw him and what's his name and where has he been deployed? Um, I don't know where he's been deployed and I wouldn't be able to tell you anyhow. Sorry. Um, He his name's Neil Melson and uh, he's an engineer serving uh, on the ships. And I haven't seen him since the 2nd of January. We spent Christmas together and then that's it. Sam, I appreciate, obviously, you're really looking forward to uh, seeing him. But that was a very specific countdown you gave us to when you're going to see him. Um, well, it can change because they might think, but I've got an app on my phone. And, he, and, and the date he told me that he's supposed to be going back is when I put it in. So, yeah, sorry, 87 days, 5 hours and 42 minutes, according to my my countdown app. What a lovely thing. I only use the countdown app when I'm having a pizza and I want to make sure I don't overdo (laughs) the 10 minutes. So it's interesting how our two lives are so completely different. How, how will the arrival be? Will he will he jump down from a, a, an armoured vehicle, a, a, a location, or how do you see him again? What's it going to be like? Um, so uh, we get um, ports of space, so I get to at least um, try and uh, time it. So I can maybe wave the ship in, and then um, then he'll be able to just come in home through the door kind of thing. Sometimes he comes in early and doesn't tell me and tries to surprise me, which he did at Christmas. I was like, I'm not ready. The house isn't ready. That kind of thing. <laughs> so, yeah, in April, it's going to be just him coming home and just, like, spending time together. Hopefully, lockdown will be finished so we can actually go out and celebrate, maybe. But you never know. 
Fingers crossed for both of you. This is fantastic news. And, and also from a show side of things, very strangely, uh, we've come full circle and we're back on sea shanties again. <laughs> exactly. I love it. I, I was listening to it earlier. I was like, mm, yeah, sea shanties. And we could learn a few from the Navy, but hey. Thanks very much, guys. Have a nice evening. Stephanie says, I'm beating Blue Monday by having a Zoom spa evening at 7.30 tonight. Bunch of friends, Cremant cooling in the fridge, candles ready and loads of potions waiting to be applied. It's going to be fun. Uh, The mind boggles about how many people are going to accidentally and unwittingly be on mute for the first 15 minutes of that phone call. I can absolutely (laughs) guarantee it now. I love this one here from Foam Face on Twitter. I don't know if it's a he or she or whatever, but whoever they are, they are currently fitting climbing holds. You know those kind of coloured climbing holds you get at a climbing centre? They've dedicated a room in their house to, to practice freestyle climbing or whatever you call it, free climbing, and they're fitting them there in the room and it's going to be finished by the end of play this evening. I can't believe it. Charmaine, what's going on in your life? Yeah, my granny will be 91 on the 30th of January. Wow, that is unbelievable. So she's going to be 91 at the end of this month. And what are we going to do to celebrate? We're all kind of like in a bubble, the family. So probably just something at home just to keep her safe and keep her healthy. But uh, we're looking forward to it. Yeah, we're we're going to celebrate it, yeah. I bet you are. I mean, you know, 91 would be something to celebrate at any time, but at this time in world history, that's fantastic going. Yeah, she's she's great. You know, she's still got all her... She still bosses us about, like, the main person. <laughs> uh, what's what's her name, and what do you think her tipple will be? She doesn't drink. She never drank or smoked, but... Uh, that's why she's 91. About a cake, be, be what she wants. That's right. uh, and what's her... Finally, what's her name, sorry? Maud. What a great name. That's brilliant. Maud. Love it. Yeah. I love Proper that name. name, that, isn't it? Yes. Well, listen, yeah. wishing your family and Maud specifically a happy 91st. Don't, just don't give her the bumps like you used to do in, uh, in the schoolyard because you might be there sometime. <laughs> no, 91. Like what an achievement. Cheers for listening to Absolute Radio. Take care. Oh, thank you. We were asking on Friday's show what was going on in your weekends that formed some type of weekend cliffhanger. Something that we would want to call you about on tonight's show and find out exactly how it went. For example, uh, we spoke with uh, Carl in Ipswich on Friday. Uh, He was telling us how he was fitting a brand new engine in some, some vintage 1970s car. But it was an engine that he built. So hopefully, uh, before the end of the show, as well as giving someone £8,000 to pay their bills, hopefully we'll find out how Carl got on. Uh, the one that I was thinking of over the weekend, uh, a lot about really, is uh, the guy called Nathan who was going to try and fix his own washing machine rather than put it in for a repair. The reason I've been thinking about this is that there's an element of danger and hazard in there, which has kind of got me going a little bit. got me quite excited to find out today how we got on. Luckily, we've got Nathan on the line right now, so we're going to find out how that went. Nathan, how did the uh, DIY fixing of your washing machine go? Uh, absolute nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh no! What happened? Well, I put the water in in that valve in. I don't know. I didn't have confidence in it anyway. So as soon as I put it in, I bought another washing machine at like nine o'clock on Friday night because I thought it's probably not going to work. And if it does work, I can just sell it for a bit of money and have a new one. So anyway, on Saturday when I put it on, it was like if you put a hand grenade inside a breeze block inside a washing machine, it knocked its own top off and it tripped out my electric from the uh, utility. <laughs> 
And I came out like wondering, what's, what's that? I thought, what, what's happened here? But then I got the new one and I plugged all that up. They do these like transition bolts. Have you ever seen it? Have you ever put a washing machine in? Um, uh, you haven't no, listened never, to this never, show for long it. enough to answer that question. They've got these little bolts at the back. <laughs> and on the piece of paper it comes with, and it says, they just pull out. They just pull out. They did not just pull out. I had got, I've got a warranty on it as well, but it doesn't not cover stupidity or thinking that you're better than a washing machine bolts. I went at it with a claw hammer, and it took me about half an hour. I lost a plot with it, and I thought, I can't carry on like this. I've got a warranty on it. I can't just say I went out of a claw hammer to get two bolts off. But it's working now. Anyway, I had to smash the bolts off, and they went inside the drum, instead of just do a little bit of rattle. But I'm not going to tell the warranty guys that. <laughs> wow, we, I almost feel like we might have another cliffhanger with you this Friday, mate, to be honest with you, the way your week's panning out. Uh, I tell you, my, my life's like laundry. Do you know when you get, like, as a man, you pick loads of laundry up and you'll drop a sock and you'll go down to bend it and then, then down to pick it up and you'll drop a couple of things so you try and catch them. And then before you know it, all of it's on the floor, you're just going, right, you know what, I'll just leave them there for a while. Well, at least you've got a washing machine to wash your laundry in, Nathan. Uh, yeah, I can cry into some nice clean pillows. This is a real beauty for you now. Uh, listener Carl decided for some unknown reason to put a brand new engine into his car. He's going to try it and see whether it works. We've got him on the line. Carl, how did it go? Well, it was a very, very long day, very long, um, but we got there in the end, so it uh, seems to be successful so far. Okay, so you have put, you've, you've put, just, just describe in layman's terms, you've put a new engine in, is that right? So this is as of yet untested? It was briefly tested yesterday, I haven't tested it again today, because I was saving it for you guys. Um, basically, I got bored during the lockdown, I worked through it, um, but in the evenings, obviously, I got bored, so I built myself an engine from scratch put in my car i had a perfectly good engine in there so i took a perfectly good engine out of it and uh, put a very unknown one back in i think it's probably the best way to describe it <laughs> for no good reason whatsoever and this is into a morris marina not a car necessarily uh, that uh, some of the younguns will have heard of no no i mean anyone who has heard of it probably wouldn't have very good uh, very good things to say about them <laughs> no but, not really it's so weird <laughs> I, we used to have we used to have a blue morris marina when i was a kid and uh, whenever i see old photos it always looks like you know when people uh, in the 70s police dramas are looking for a suspect's car it always looks like a morris marina do you know what i mean <laughs> well the 70s was just that classic sort of box shape you know everything just generally the same you know that was a that was just a thing you know just a cheap car to fill a gap and uh, you know, filled the market, really. I mean, I absolutely love mine. Me and my friends have got them. We think they're brilliant. I think they're brilliant little cars, personally. But, you know, it just makes it a bit more fun that people hate them, to be honest. I like it even more. <laughs> <laughs> well, Carl, this is probably the moment where Bush and I stay quiet and try and listen very carefully down a phone line to see quite how your successful weekend has been putting a new engine that you've built in your car. Right. OK, I'm going to get in. I'm going to pull the choke out. That'd be one for your older listeners. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 In. Right. Bit of choke. Right. There we go. There we go. Wow, so it's working. It's, it's, t it's turning over fine there, Carl. Is that right? Yeah, it's, uh, it's running. It started. It's going. Is it still going? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hope you're not still lying going. to us, Carl. <laughs> Carl, that? I've got a real creeping suspicion that you actually have a pet name for that car. Come on, you've named that car. There's no two ways about it, Carl. What, what's she called? Uh, she is called Molly. Oh, knew it. Carl. Bush, uh, you've yeah. got a sixth sense. If we'd known all this all along, we'd never have rung. 
<laughs> you 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 wrong me. I had I got Morris Marina. What did you expect when you called me? You know. A... <laughs> oh, he's named a car. I've got three cars. They've all got names. Oh, please quit whilst you're ahead. Quit whilst you're ahead, here, please. <laughs> Congratulations, Carl. Well done. Thank you. I just want to thank you guys um, for keeping us all entertained during you know all the pandemic and stuff. It's been brilliant to get home from work and. Uh, Listen to a bit of normality every single day. So it is well appreciated by all of us. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Can I ask you a question uh, as we draw to a close for this particular episode? Um, the handwarmer you spoke about at the beginning... How much would that retail at if I wanted to buy one? They're around about £15. My word! 15 quid for one 12-hour shot of heat. Oh, no, so what you do, this is the other bit, which is just high jeopardy. You get with it a little tiny, um, almost, it looks like a swan. Mm. And what you do is you fill that up with lighter fuel. You've got to buy a bottle of lighter fluid. And then you pour from the swan, almost like a decanter, a carafe, into the top of the Zippo, so you fill it up. Then it smells of fumes. And then you set, you know, you use your lighter to light the Zippo, clip it in so it all shuts in, and then it cooks again for another 12 hours. So it's reusable. Oh, well, now that is clever. Okay, oh, all I right. So. Yeah. I'm basically just thinking of getting one just because I want to see if it would melt a Kit Kat. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a very honourable experiment. I'd be, I'd be very intrigued to find out. 